Hi everyone, uh, my name is Jai, uh, I'm a 27 year old carpenter from Winchelsea. I grew up in a town called Bannockburn, just outside of Geelong. Growing up as a kid, not in a church, I had no idea what Christianity was or what it was about until primary school. <clears throat> in primary school, I chose to participate in a subject called RE. In RE, I remember learning about Jesus. After a few RE lessons, I was a very curious boy. When I was a teenager, my oldest brother was in a horrific car accident that took his life, which rocked my family's world. Growing up without my older brother was pretty tough on me. It was like losing my best mate. Coming out of high school, I found myself going in and out of a cycle of destruction. I couldn't hold a job. I was losing friends. I, I, wasn't getting, I was getting myself into debt. I was hating the person that I was becoming. But all that began to change. Nearly three years ago, I met my beautiful girlfriend Maddie and her wonderful family, Carl and Kelly. The first time meeting Carl and Kelly was a wonderful experience. They were so welcoming to a complete stranger who they had just met. After a couple of months of knowing them, Kelly would start to talk about Jesus and his love for everyone. After a few conversations, she asked me if I wanted to go to church. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know. But being the open-minded person that I am, of course I went. And from that day, it changed my life for the better. A few months of going to church, I found that I was feeling better about myself. And I started a new job, which I still have to this day. My life before coming to faith was filled with self-hate and disappointment. I would always find myself comparing to others that were my age, and I thought I was failing in life. I was in a dark place, but God saved me. One moment that really changed my life was one day I was driving in the car, feeling a bit down in the dumps, and I said out loud, Jesus, I am yours. Immediately, my heart filled with happiness. Early this year, I participated in the Alpha Group, which was hosted by Ray. I went into Alpha not knowing what I was going into, but after the first session, I knew this was for me. One thing that I love about Alpha was hearing everyone's stories about how much Jesus meant to them, which reassured me I was in the right place. Today, I want to get baptised to cleanse myself from my old life and start anew, and to also show my commitment to God. I would like to thank God for bringing Maddie and her family into my life. I would like to thank my mum and dad for raising me the best that they could. I would also like to thank Ray for hosting Alpha and to thank Mark for welcoming me into this church. Thank you. A few tears over there, Maddie and Kelly. And maybe even Carl. Kelly, 
Maddie's mum is going to uh, come come up here and uh, just pray for you, Joe, mate. So good. Love that uh, story, especially in your car, mate. That's so so good. Just uh, something you prepared just for uh, for Joe, just to pray for him. I didn't know I was so bossy. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> good to see fruit. Um, all the way to church tonight, I had a song going through my head, and I didn't realise it was God talking to me until Jai just said what he said. Um, so I'm just going to read these lyrics and it's guess what song it is. Um, Here I am before you, falling in love and seeking your truth, knowing that your perfect grace has brought me to this place. Because of you, I freely live. My life to you, O oh God, I give. So I stand before you, God. I lift my voice, voice because you set me free. So I shout out your name from the rooftops I proclaim that I am yours. I am yours. All the good you've done for me, I lift up my hands for all to see. You're the only one who brings me to my knees. You share this love across the earth, the beauty of your holy worth. So I kneel before you, God. I lift my hands because you set me free. So I thank you for um, the rooftops song, and I really feel like that's a declaration of Jai's heart for God. I'm just going to pray for Jai. Father God, I thank you for this young man. I thank you, Lord, that you've known him since before the foundation of the world, that you knit him together in his mother's womb. Father, I thank you that you know the plans and purposes you have for Jai's life, plans to prosper him and not to harm him, to give him a future and a hope. And Father, we declare John 10b over Jai, that, not, that you have given him life and life abundantly, and you've opened his eyes to truth, Lord, to the one who's come to kill, steal, and destroy. And we declare a sevenfold recompense according to Proverbs for Jai's life, God, and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we int- uh, intro the uh, next person, I also just wanted to encourage you, uh, Jai, with uh, some scripture from Psalm 91, which says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly persistence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. So I encourage you in your faith, Jai, that he is your refuge, he is your fortress and you can trust him all of your days. Let's uh, put a hand together for Jai tonight as... uh I introduce Robbie to come forward and we're going to uh, baptise some others. Awesome. Oh, I was already so blessed and I love just hearing shout outs to people like Ray that step in in their obedience to lead an Alpha course. We have Alpha coming up, so how about that? Hey, can I invite forward Matt Ryan and put your hands together as he comes up onto the platform. Hi, I'm Matt and this is my testimony. Growing up, religion really wasn't a big part of my life. I was only ever exposed to it during school holidays when my grandparents took me with them to church. Even then, I didn't have much interest in it. I would say that a majority of my life I spent not believing in God. I had a misplaced notion that if you couldn't prove something was real, then it couldn't really exist. I held this belief because I thought it gave me a sense of control and autonomy, that everything in my life from the way others saw me to my successes and failures were all up to me. I know now that life's often out of our control and playing God with one's life will only lead to more harm than good. 
Because of this lack of control, I end up de developing severe anxiety. I would get panic attacks that would lead that would negatively impact friends and family, as well as suffering from psychosomatic pain that would lead to multiple doctor's visits. I would avoid doing things out of fear of the worst happening, which would cause me to miss out on many opportunities. Overall, this wasn't a happy part of my life. A couple of years ago, I opened myself up to the idea that God could exist. Not that I thought he was real, but I didn't outright deny his existence either. I'm not sure what brought on this change, but it was a welcome one. This was a crucial step as it allowed me to eventually accept God into my life. Another key moment was when Liv moved into our share house just over a year ago. She introduced me to One Hope and was the reason I started coming to church. She, along with my other friends that I've made here, have been instrumental in my journey in faith, supporting me through the ups and downs. The first sermon I went to here was about love and forgiveness. That despite how alone I felt and despite the things I've done, God would be there for me, forgiving me and loving me unconditionally, even if I felt like I didn't deserve it. This sermon deeply resonated with me, and from that point on, I've been coming to church ever since. A few months ago, I started to struggle with my faith. I felt like getting, I was getting nothing from God, that he was ignoring me. I began to distance myself and started having doubts about whether God even existed. I fell into a deep despair at the thought of losing God in my life. I've never experienced a greater sadness. It was during this depression I realised how alone I was and how alone I was before finding God. It was then that I knew God had to be real, for a life without him was one of despair, a one not worth living. By God's grace, I was forgiven for ever doubting him. I realised that he'd never left me, but I left him. Thank you, God, for the patience you have shown me. I know now that I can relinquish control of my life to you, trusting that you'll always be there for me. Good work, mate. Now, you spoke of Liv, and I'm going to invite Liv up onto the platform because Liv's going to pray. And it's just one of those beautiful reminders you continue to hear these testimonies of the people that have journeyed alongside. And I always say to our young adults, left to a handful of pastors would fall short and the beautiful thing that we continue to hear is people like Liv that have journeyed alongside Matt, been, in a, been a voice of hope and a voice of encouragement. So beyond for you to pray for Matt. Thanks, Liv. Um, firstly, I just want to say it's been an absolute honour to be able to be um, a vessel for God, um, to get to Matt and drop a seed there. And, yeah, it's just I've... I've just loved every bit of it to be able to, I don't know, just walk alongside him and watch God, like, get to him. And, yeah, so let's pray. Um, dear Father, I just thank you for Matt and, yeah, the man you have made him and the man you are going to make him to become um, now that he knows you, Father. Yeah, baptism... It's so special, Father, and I just thank you that Matt knows. We were talking last night. He knows now that it's time um, and he's ready to fully 
give you everything, Father. So I just thank you for that timing in his journey and how you've just been so gentle and guiding with that um, for it to be the right time. Father, I just pray that as he comes out of the water, God, that he just has the heart of you and forever from then on that he's just walking with you constantly and sticking around people that know you as well, Father. Yeah. We just love you, God, and just thank you so much for the person you've made Matt to be. Um, yeah, let's let's get in the water. Thank you, God. Amen. Awesome. You could just jump over there with those guys. Eli Walden, come on up, mate. Put your hands together as Eli comes up. <laughs> Bit of love. Awesome, mate. Hey, before you share yours, it's yeah. As I just reflected on the awesome journey that it is to walk with you, mate. I, I, I reflect back to thinking like, man, how incredible is it? I remember you must have been sitting up the back long coming back from Foster Tankari or you're studying and, you know, visiting and I thought I'll go over there and make myself, introduce myself and now to sit here and think, mate, oh, I'm so honoured and so blessed to lead with you. Um, remember when you jumped on the leadership team at Young Adults, he's like, I'm not, I'm not the um, up the front kind of person and um, I, I still think you got huge abilities in that, but I do really uh, recognise and see the way you like just uh, you are awesome with the one on ones. I love when I, as a someone who looks out to see where who's being connected, who's being welcomed, um, you're just incredible at that, mate. Like it, it lifts my spirit, and, and um, I sit there and go, man, we are blessed to have someone like your you that. Uh, that is serving in this house, that is committed to loving others, to journeying alongside and lifting up others in the faith. Our young adults community, I don't, I 100% say this, mate, it is stronger, we are healthier because of your commitment into that maiden. So from the bottom of my heart, I'm so blessed to, to journey with you in the faith and to stand along and share your journey towards baptism, mate. So bless you, love you, and I'll let you get on with the talking, mate. All right, All right here we go. Um, if I could identify two major themes of my life, they'd be church and tennis. Um, looking back and reflecting on my life, it's incredible how intertwined these, these two areas are and still are. Um, for a little context, my dad was a pastor for several years and I grew up regularly going to church. I went to youth groups, church events, um, you know, every, every week, um, week in and week out, going along to Sunday services every weekend that I wasn't away playing a tennis tournament somewhere up the coast. Um, for most of my childhood and into my early teen years, I developed a lot of biblical head knowledge. I knew who God was, what he had done for me, but I was very much piggybacking off of other people's faith and didn't really have a real experience of God or relationship with him myself. I viewed being a Christian as an older person's thing, as the church we were a part of had little to no youth, young adults or even young families, um, and was very much an early congregation. I often just associated with um, church with Dad's job, um, and even though he and Mum talked about their faith journey a lot at home um, and having seen God come through a number of times in our family, I just didn't see it translate to my own life or to anyone that was my age. Uh, when I was about 15 years old, I started considering if Christianity was something that I actually wanted for myself um, and if God even cared about young people or empowered them. Um, around this time, I actually had a very big encounter with God that changed those views significantly 
And funnily enough, I was away playing a tennis tournament. Um, the tournament was at a little place in New South Wales um, that we would go to every year and we'd usually camp in the caravan park that was a few hundred metres away. Uh, this particular year, some of our family friends um, who had three boys similar ages to my brother's sister and myself, they came along and camped with us. I remember being towards the final stages of the Constellation event, um, doing quite well, when I developed 10 out of 10 pain in my arm. Um, their middle son, who was 13 at the time, came over to the fence without any knowledge and asked to pray. Um, as you can imagine, I was quite spun out, as I hadn't told anyone. Um, I agreed, and he prayed a very, very simple prayer, and the pain felt like it was literally sucked out of my arm and in, out of my fingers and into his. Um, I was quite stunned, and it took me a few, moment, uh, few moments to regain myself, and I continued playing, um, but the pain came back to almost the same intensity not long after. Again, this friend walked right back to the fence and asked to pray for healing in the same way. The pain, just as before, receded out through my fingers. Um, and I continued like nothing had happened, but I was very shook. Um, I continued on. The, yeah, the whole experience was very memorable, and in hindsight, um, I can say it was personally foundational experience of God uh, to me. Through it, my eyes were open to the truth that God was for young people and very much at work in my life and in other people's and other young people's lives and powerfully at that. Um, from there on, I began to see God for myself and grew in a real relationship with him. Um, up until now, I hadn't considered getting baptised and at times have feared it and the big thing that it can be made up to be. Um, the simplicity of it was lost to me and I hadn't taken the time to understand what baptism was, um, what it was about or why it mattered. Um, many might know that I'm in, engaged to grace um, and it won't be long before we are married um, and that reality has certainly had a big influence on this decision to be baptised now um, as, it, as it has highlighted that simplicity to me. Much like at our wedding, I'll declare the love I already have for her. Um, this being baptised is quite simply that expression of the love that I already have for Christ um, and more importantly the love that he has for me so much so that he died for my sins and um, I can have this wonderful relationship with him. Um, my decision to be baptised is because I want to honour him first and foremost as my first love and I want him to be the centre of my life, the centre of my marriage and the centre of my soon-to-be family um, and to do that he needs to come first. Amen. Thanks. Awesome. Well, I'm going to invite Eli's dad to come forward. Scott, put your hands together as he comes forward. Good day, everyone. I'm Scott, uh, Eli's dad. Thanks so much for being here tonight. Um, this young man is just an absolute blessing. And um, first of all, I just want to thank the family as well for coming tonight, for extended family. And just, yeah, Foster Tun Curry, that church, Moolat Baps, and you guys, we just couldn't have done this without you. And we just really want to honour you tonight as well and just say thank you so much for being part of Eli's journey because we know that the testimony, that great cloud of witnesses builds into faith. And we just, we want to acknowledge that today. And as Eli said, it's been an incredible journey for Eli over many, many years and we've been very, very privileged as um, parents to watch his faith grow and develop. So let's pray. Father, we just want to praise you, Lord, for this incredible young man of faith. We honour you, Lord, and we pray, Lord, that you would just continue to anoint him, you continue to build him, 
you would continue to challenge him and grow him. And Lord, as he said, he's about to move into a new covenant of marriage as well. So we pray for that as well, Lord, that you'd bless that, go before that. But particularly now as he goes to the waters of baptism tonight, Lord, we pray that you would honour him. And Lord, Father, that you would bless him abundantly. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Put your hands together for these guys. Thanks. All right. Loey, come on up, mate. Put your hands together. Mate, as you approach the platform, I've got to be honest with you, the amount of times within our pastoral team when I've talked about journeying with you and we've talked about how to pronounce your name and whether I've got it right or wrong because it's L-O-I-C. I even got out the Google the Google thing which pronounces it for you, but I feel like I've got, have I got it right? You, you can like throw me down right here and say, mate, you've been saying my name wrong for a long time. I've been going all right. Hey, look, come come over here this way. Um, firstly, what was incredible um, when this man came into to One Hope and got connected in, it was so obvious straight up. You're like, mate, I just is there any way I can serve in this church? And I was kind of like, oh, mate, just you know, come along, just you know, get yourself comfortable, and then we'll work that out. But um, on the flip side, mate, I could just see that real burning desire. I think you're. You know, that service comes out of a real expression of because of, you know, how much you love God and, and want to honour him. And so um, that stuff blesses me, mate, when people respond in their, in, in their faith in a way. It's like, how do I honour and a God that's changed and transformed me? And, and I feel like that comes out. And you do an incredible job serving on, in our, hosp- our hospitality team. And um, it's been a blessing to journey with you, mate. You're, you're just this humble character. Um, and oh, the only concern I had about standing next to you today was, was your, uh, your, my legs are looking a little bit milkier than yours, mate. But no, we're honoured to have you a part of this community, mate, and see you go on, continue to go on the journey of faith. And so we really look forward to hearing your testimony. Thank you, Robbie. So yeah, I'm Loic from Southwest of France. Sorry. That's why I've got a strong accent. Um, I didn't really get like a religious education. I always had issues with authority growing up at school, at home. I, I never really understood the fact that people wanted me to just make money and be a good individual and never give away my energy or my time. So when I was 16, I left home. I was pretty lost. I moved to my girlfriend at the time. I just spent my time getting wasted on alcohol and other substances, always in a dark place, really refused to accept that life was just about money and thinking about myself. So when I was 21, I moved to Australia. I met a girl here, and uh, I would give her all my energy, time. She was a Christian. And um, she kind of introduced me to the Bible. And um, I would really work hard and never take anything for granted, try to always keep up with everything. And on the 1st of March of this year, my mom called me and told me that my grandpa passed away. So I left work that day and I came home and... When I arrived home, my ex-partner told me that that was not possible anymore, that I had to leave. And 
already felt like I lost everything, didn't know what to do, and I refused to to go back into drugs and alcohol and wasting my, myself and destroying myself. So I first moved to Turkey and I just had the Bible pretty much, didn't get any clothes from home, didn't get anything. So I started reading the Bible and that's the only book I ever read, written, by the way. And uh, made me want to know more about Jesus. And one of my friend Brooke, who's here tonight, told me about one hope. So I remember coming here on the first day very stressed and anxious and didn't know what to expect. And I've been really welcomed by Felix, who's here tonight as well. And just made me... I remember the salvation prayer was on the screen. I remember coming home and just saying that prayer and realizing that I wanted to devote my life to Jesus. And yes, yeah, since that day, I really see the world differently. I, I'm not very depressed anymore. I try to find ways to be grateful and realize the chance I have. I'm not very angry or I don't have any drive to waste myself. I just want to realize the chance I have and feel lucky and give back what I've been given. Thank you. That's awesome, mate. We're going to invite Felix, which is a great story, mate. And again, as we've continued to hear in these stories of people within the church that have just reached out, you know, uh, Loic that's come all the way from France and trying to build and find community, losing community. And then to me, that just blesses my heart to think, Someone like Felix, I hear, you know, when we caught up to say, hey, look, he took me out for a coffee and some cake and I'm like, you know, aren't they the simple acts of love? Aren't they the way, you know, what God calls us to do? And, you know, and no doubt, you know, through your investment, through your, you know, um, willingness to connect and to sow into this man's life, he stands here um, connected into this church and on this journey of faith as well. So I'm going to get you to pray, mate. Thank you, Robbie. Yes, it's a real honour to meet Luik. Um, he came in uh, one morning, a Sunday morning. Uh, Mick Newton brought him forward and said, "This young man, uh, his first time at church," and uh, he said, "Why don't you make him welcome?" And I said, "Absolutely." And uh, he told me his name was Luik, and I thought, "Oh, that's an unusual name." Um, but yes, um, after the service, I asked him some questions, and one of the things that struck me. Incredibly was, um, why, why are you coming to church? And he said, I love Jesus. And that was, for me, uh, showed me the true heart of this young man and how the Lord is moving amongst all the young people of, um, you know, in this church particularly. So I was uh, particularly struck uh, by his commitment and, uh, and I was definitely honoured to be up here um, to pray for him. So... So, dear Father, we bless your holy name and we give you thanks for such a, a wonderful blessing in Luik and for his uh, heart for you. Lord Father, we pray that you will continue to bless him in his life, to guide him in all that he does, increase his faith and increase his, um, his journey towards you and to um, uh, one day to, to show him what his uh, future for, for his life is. Uh, we thank you for that he will uh, demonstrate his love for you in uh, the, the ceremony of baptism. And we pray, Lord Father, that uh, 
that you will bless all of the people here tonight and the other young uh, men as well. We bless you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.